Good morning. Welcome to Faith in Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today. So expect miracles. Faith in Morning exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. So whether you're watching the live stream on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, welcome. Or you're listening to me on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or watching on Faith Plus. I'm just so glad that you're starting your day with me. So thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on Faith in the Morning. This week we start our Christmas devotionals and they're going to continue each weekday until Christmas Eve. And so yesterday we you know, settled the discussion, is Christmas a pagan holiday? And no, it's not. And you can rejoice and celebrate Christmas and enjoy everything the season has to offer, remembering the most important fact of all, that Christmas is about that God sent his son to be the propitiation for your sins. He sent Jesus because he loves you and so that you can live through him. And so something else I hear is people debate and squabble on social media about Christmas. Well, if Christmas is not a pagan holiday, well, God didn't command us to celebrate it, so we shouldn't celebrate it. Look, first of all, we celebrate tons of days and holidays that aren't even commanded for us to celebrate. It's just days we enjoy. We celebrate days that are special to our family. We celebrate different things and different things within our nation and our culture that we just enjoy. We're not commanded by the scriptures to celebrate it, but we do it because we enjoy those days and what they mean and all the festivities that go with it. But to further prove this point, let's ask the question, do we have biblical precedent to celebrate a holy day that God did not command us to celebrate. Because people say, well, you know, there are celebrations commanded in the law that they should keep these fees under the law and maybe we should keep those fees or we shouldn't keep the fees. You know, people like to squabble about pretty much anything these days. But they said, well, so is there biblical precedent? Well, yes, there is. We see it in the scripture. How many of you remember the book of Esther and the evil plot of Haman to destroy the Jews and how God used Esther and Mordecai and others to deliver his people? Now, what happened at the end of the book of Esther? They created a new holiday, a new holy day of celebration with his own customs and festivities. They called it Purim. What do they do? They mark this day to celebrate God's great deliverance that he gave his people. Now, hundreds of years later, in between the Old Testament and the New Testament, a new holy day or new set of holidays was created for the Jews, marking victory and miracles and other things. We call it, we know it today as Hanukkah. Now, there's a, these are two holy days created for the Jewish people that weren't commanded by God, but they celebrated then and still celebrate today. Now, the thing is, when you read through the Gospel of John, you know, one of the things I was reading this fall is the Gospel of John, I read it through twice. And on the second time, because one of the things you'll see is read through the Gospel of John, that John always mentions the different feasts that Jesus attended and where he was and what happened around those feasts. And so I began to highlight and look at, well, what feast did Jesus attend in Jerusalem? What feast did he celebrate? What feast did he, was he a part, uh, part of? And what did he teach around those times? And do you know what? The Gospel of John shows that Jesus attended Jerusalem, attended the festivals and the holidays around Purim and around Hanukkah, as well as the other feasts that are contained in the law. And so the thing is, yes, God did not command us to celebrate Purim nor Hanukkah. He didn't command his people in the Bible to do that either. Yet we see Jesus, the Son of God, at these holidays. And so the thing is, don't get caught up in the Christian turbulence, the Christian drama, or people who just like to fight about anything on social media. Don't let anyone steal your celebration. As the scripture tells us, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. We have a reason to celebrate every day. The scripture tells us rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. We know one of the definitions of praise is to celebrate. And so we are to praise every day. We are to celebrate every day. 
And why not have a special day marked on our calendar to celebrate the day God sent his son? No one knows for sure if Jesus was born December 25th or not. People have the different arguments why they think he was born that day. We see it all the way back to the first hundred years of the church way before Constantine. Some people believe December 25th was the day Jesus was conceived. Some people believe different reasons why 25th was chosen to celebrate Jesus. Whatever the reason is, we talked about some of those reasons yesterday. The reason doesn't matter. The reason, what we focus on, is what God did for us. So rejoice, celebrate what God has done for you in Jesus, and know that Jesus is doing wonderful things in your life today. Don't get caught up in all the drama. Don't let anyone steal your celebration. Rejoice before the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Thank you for taking your time to start your day with me at Faith in the Morning. If you haven't already, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, share this with others, and download our Faithless app. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow on Faith in the Morning. God bless.